Today, we're going to hear from an amazing servant leader. Chip Baker is a fourth generation educator. He has been a teacher and a coach for over 24 years. He is a multiple time bestselling author, YouTuber, podcaster, transformational speaker, and life coach. He's the greater Houston area ambassador for Hartwell University. Most things that hits me because we meet eye to eye on this. He's a servant leader that has created a YouTube channel and podcast known as the Chip Baker Success Chronicles, where he interviews people from all walks of life and shares their stories for positive inspiration and motivation. I'm excited about this episode, guys, because of his mantra. He goes by live, learn, serve, inspire, and hey, go get it. So in the words of our speaker for today, Chip Baker, let's go get it. You've been hoping to see the light, your words are like keep holding everybody. I want to thank you guys for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I am your host, Coach Chelsea. And as always, I'm super excited to just have another opportunity to let God do his thing amidst people who lead and serve as Christ would ask us to. You know, I was thinking about this on the road. If you're a new listener, we started this thing in the pandemic and we coach, we teach, we lead, we pastor, but in all forms of leadership, We didn't have a blueprint or a framework, but God gave us that framework. And what we do within this 30 minutes to an hour, we just sit and talk to servant leaders about what it looks like to have Christ-led leadership in their their, um, devices and in their sector. And today I have an amazing servant leader on with us. I'm super excited. We were trying to cross paths and get in touch with each other for a while. But one thing I've learned for a while is God's timing. Today I have servant leader Chip Baker with us. Man, this guy right here, I'm telling you, he has so many facets under his belt on the assignment from God. And I'm super excited to have him join us today. Before we get started and I turn it over to him, our scripture for today comes from Psalms 91 verse 2. And it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. And I've been holding on to that for quite some time now, but leaning heavily on that within the past couple of months, we see everything from the left and right going all crazy. People say all the time, I don't know what's going on with the world of today, but the Bible is fulfilling. But if we trust in him, we can make every decision. We can lean on him to find our strength. So guys, take that one down. And I'm super excited to have y'all. I'm going to pass the mic over to my guy, Mr. Chip Baker, and we'll get this conversation started today. Thanks for being on with us. Let's go, <laughs> coach. <laughs> Man, let's go. <laughs> you know, first off, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for the opportunity sure. uh, to, to be on with on with you. I consider it an honor and a privilege. Uh, t- to be, you know, to get to hang out with you, uh, to get to be on your platform, I think so highly of what you do, uh, and 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 how you do what you do because there's a difference, right? I think so highly, like like you Appreciate can do that. stuff, but but how you do something is important, and so making a huge difference, and so I'm just truly grateful to be here, uh, with you, and know we're gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, but, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
well, how we do this thing? And I tell anyone, you know, I always have a script, right? But I feel like, you know, in this thing, how do you have a servant leader coaches Bible study? You talk about Christ-led leadership. Yeah. One of the key pieces is what we do is we get in the way, right? And I want to start right there, right? Um, and so many elements of what you do. Just take a minute and talk to us a little bit about how you align your faith, your values, and what Christ has instilled in you and all of those facets um, that you do from day to day. Well, I think it goes back uh, to the foundation for me, mm. right? Because if you want to build anything, you have to have a firm foundation. Come on now. Right. And so um, I'm a fourth generation educator. I come from a family of church folk. Come on now. There's a difference. <laughs> An educator. Hold on, <laughs> give it to him again now. <laughs> I could I come from a family of church folk. Come on now. Come on. And educators. <laughs> and, and what that means is just, you know, growing up was in church a lot. And and the reason uh, for that is because my mother was the minister of music. Mm -hmm. uh, in our churches and even before that my grandmother was a minister of music as well mm -hmm. and so just a firm foundation in faith or just a firm foundation in education and and the the core common thing that brings those two together is service come on right mm -hmm. so um you know was just taught you know, as a young guy like boy it ain't about you <laughs> you know like my mom my mom boy it ain't about you that's right it's, it's bigger than you you know you have oh, yeah. to learn to to be of service and help others and I think for me that that's where it starts that's where mm -hmm. it started and then you know just throughout my life I've just tried to first off live a life that will be pleasing to God Come and on. second live a life that will be pleasing to my family and make them proud mm -hmm. you know and I think that um when you strive to do those things people see the God in you Come on now. Right. You know, by your action, like I can tell you one thing, um, but if I show you something different, well, that's, that's not good. Right. And so I've just tried to, to align my actions with what I believe, um, you know, based off of what I've been taught. That's right. Uh, and that's brought me to where, where I am today. I think that's so awesome. And I meet you where you are in so many of those places, right? Yeah. I grew up where if you see my people, you know they're my people, okay? I Come walk on. in the store now, even with a mask on some days, and they say, yeah. them music's your people? My people yeah. are my grandparents, right? Chairman mother, chairman deacon, right? My mom is educator in the church, of course. And so when you said church folk, the reason why I said there's a difference is because uh, I think Joyce Meyer says all the time, she says, even if I go stand in the garage, it doesn't make me a car. Mm. And so that church folk, I love it because it takes it back to the tradition. Right. And I think so often I thank God a lot. And I tell people, I feel like I was on the cusp. Right. I feel like, you know, I talk to my students. I'm an educator. My mom just retired the end of June from mm -hmm. 44 years of service in education. Right. Right. And I sat there at a retirement party and I said, 
ooh, I'm sitting on 10, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it is one of those things that, as you mentioned, the foundation. Yeah. And there's just a certain thing with education and the tradition and the foundation of church folk that teach you respect. It teach you, like you said, the values that boy, girl, it's not about you, but it teaches you about the value of these, the importance of these hands and that they're meant to serve outward like Christ was at, would ask us to. And it would it, protocol. All of those things are, are very imperative to serve in leadership. So when you pointed that out, that really stuck me because I was like, oh yeah, I know exactly you know what he's line. talking about. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I want you to delve a little bit more into, you know, the education, um, mm -hmm. you know, your own podcast, the authoring, how this umbrella of things can definitely fill our plates, right? But recognize the, appointment, uh, the importance of assignment and calling and allowing God to lead it and not us getting in the way. Mm, that's so good. Because boy, it ain't about you. Because boy, <laughs> get the pause in there. Boy, it ain't about you. Hey. Just named your own episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and I know she gave. I know she know my name. She gave me my name. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but when she say boy, oh yeah, it, it ain't about you. The boy that's put the antenna on you. That's what it is. The antenna and the antennas go up in your ears when you hear that boy. You go, oh snap. Okay, uh oh, here it come. <laughs> <laughs> here it come. Now I uh. <clears throat> So just a little, a little, a little bit about me. I'll just kind of talk a little bit about my journey and then I'll talk about the, you know, alignment like you talked about. Uh, I'm a fourth generation educator, teacher, former coach, um, blessed and fortunate to achieve some, some really man, great things and be around some awesome people that, mm -hmm. that I've been blessed to learn from uh, throughout my life. Um, I just, this past year completed my 24th year in education. Wow. I coached, I coached for 20 of those years. And um it was it was a great journey. And I just took the jump this past year out. And I'm an ambassador for Hartwell University, nice. a faith-based university that helps teacher aides, paraprofessionals, non-certified staff get a, a you know high quality education degree uh at a, at a pretty low cost. And so grateful you know, service. You know, grateful yeah. to be a part of that as the service piece as well. About eight years ago, started my YouTube channel and podcast, The mm -hmm. Success Chronicles. And what I do is I just interview people from all walks of life mm -hmm. and share their stories for positive inspiration and motivation. Mm -hmm. And that journey has been really cool. Um, when I started, just like anything in life, um, when you start, you know what you want some projected things to be. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you set your goals and, you know, short term, long term, be hags, you know, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, but 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 a lot of times um, when you're serving your purpose, you're going to achieve things that are way, way, way far beyond what you can ever fathom. Right. That's and so that's what it, it has been for me. And it's truly grown at a crazy rate. I've been blessed to connect with some man some people that like my favorite author and you know nfl players movie stars you know even down to just you know people that are have regular jobs but doing amazing things to make an impact mm -hmm. you know and so that's been cool and then about six years ago started writing books 
um, and and to the date I've been a part of, I published seventeen. Wow, um, crazy! And, and you and I wow. are co-authors, uh, oh, contributing yeah. the book together. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, so that just shows you, you know, the people that I'm blessed to be around right there. It's but, a blessing uh, to me too, man. It's yeah, a blessing yeah, to me too. Yeah. But uh, it's it's been a neat journey. Um, I've learned so much. Um, but but I do believe. So I, I said that, but then I'm gonna go back, mm-hmm. right? So you know, we talked about the the foundation. Uh, and I think you know when you have that firm foundation, you you develop those core common principles in what you believe in and that drive you, mm-hmm. right? And it don't matter what you're doing, you hang on firm to those core common principles. Now, have to have a growth mindset, you know, have to push yourself to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right. you know, come on, have to do those things in order to have growth, but holding firm to those core common principles, knowing what your negotiables and your non-negotiables are, Right. Absolutely. While you're weaving through and learning and navigating uh, on that journey. And and I, I think that, that when you do it in a faith-based way, mm-hmm. it allows you to be in alignment with your assignment. Come on now. You have to run that one back, okay? Because we already know that was a sound bite, right? You're going to have to run that one back. Like, you don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. You have to run that back because yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me give it to him. Let me give it to him again, <laughs> Yeah. So... <laughs> So yeah, when you uh, when you, when you when you live in a in a faith based way and do all of those things, um, it allows you to be in alignment mm-hmm. with your assignment. Come on, right? And and what I mean by that is, you're in the lane of where you're doing your thing. Come on, right? You're in the lane of where you know, like like you know you put the work in but yeah. it just seems like you just throw it up and the shots falling in come on now <laughs> i mean like you know come on. like like mj the rim double right yeah <laughs> you know it just puts you in alignment with your assignment and i think that um i don't know i went through that whole like the track of it like with the foundation and the core common principles and the pushing yourself in the comfort with uncomfort as you do that process, you know, you learn and when you're in alignment with your assignment, it allows you to have total fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so yeah. big, man. Like, because I, I, I'm going to sink this in last night. Um, we took an L, right. And it was mm-hmm. an L that was much needed. And I told my young ladies, I said, guys, we are in a battle of the mind. So there's a book, Joyce Myers, the battlefield of mind. I said, and I see us, I see us on the battlefield. I see us doing great things, you know, but I watch the very moments, you know, every coach is different. Every team that they coach is different. Every player is different. And I coach at a place where I have to coach way more than basketball first. Mm -hmm. And so I watch film. I said this to somebody the other day and they were like, whoa, that hit me in a different way. I watch film for stats that don't exist like, Where's the moment where I lost them? Where's the moment where their mind overtook them? Where's the moment where literally they left this exact game and went to the problem area or the obstacle that they were facing before they came to the gym, right? And I told them, I said, we can compare the losses or our mistakes to the turnover and the missed shots and the misreads 
on offense and defense. I said, but what I know is that's just the tangible sense of what it is. What I saw is your mind's going to your problem in the midst of the battle. And so when you said that, just being in alignment with your assignment, being in that lane where everything just goes your way, right? We were running a press break that when they ran it in the proper spot, we broke it every time. Mm. You know, young people, right? Even we do it. That worked three times. You know what? Let me try my way. (laughs) And it's like, what are you doing? Why would you change what was working? And I laughed when you talked about being in alignment with your assignment, because how often do we ask God for the provision, for the plan, for the blueprint, and it's working. We're in alignment. Everything is working right. And then what do we do? We shift the play because we now feel that we know best. I want you to stop for a second and talk to the servant leaders for a minute about placing our hand in the mix of what I call God's mix and bowl. See, because you grew up in that foundational piece with church folk educators, I know somebody up in there, probably even your mama was that cook. Mm. And one thing you don't do is when I'm in the process of cooking up something, you don't put your hand in my pot. I know that. You don't have to tell me that. I know that. And so I'm seeing this servant leader on a day-to-day basis, be in alignment with God's assignment. I'm seeing that. And I'm seeing them continually try to take that wooden spoon and turn grandma and mama's pot. And God saying, I got this. Why don't you trust me after the three times this play work? And now you're trying to do your own thing. Talk about the consistency in the servant leader to follow God's plan. Uh, man, that's that's so good. I love the way you set that up too. Um, because it's so true, you know, so so many times. Um, we try to lean on our own understanding. Come on, right? Um, but but then we have to understand. Uh, most times by trial and error, by getting burned mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Come on now, <laughs> that, come on. Uh, that uh, you know, just just trust him. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and so um, it's it's crazy that. <clears throat> the way we learn that is by making the mistakes. Uh-huh. Yep. And that's the, that really, that's the beauty of it though, actually. Yeah. Right. Uh, the beauty of it is, you know, you see what those, those consequences, the repercussions, <laughs> the repercussions Absolutely. are, and then you learn and then you learn from that. But we have, what we have to do is like, once we learn, don't make that same mistake again. Right. Right. And so, um, uh, the beauty also of that is when we learn in that experience, we're better. So I'm going to share this, uh, I'm going to share this, this, this with you. So there's a, in the Japanese culture, uh, there's a thing that they do with pottery. It's called kintsukuroi. Okay. And what happens is when you have the pottery, you know, sometimes it'll crack, right? It'll weather. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they lace the pottery with, when it does that, Instead of just throwing it away, right, or cracking it or whatever, mm-hmm. they they lace it with gold and silver. Come on, wow. and so Come on after after it's laced with gold and silver, it's a lot more valuable 
mm-hmm. than it was before it was broken. I cracked. love that. And so it's just like we are in our life with our servant leadership journey. Uh, and sometimes we got to get cracked Come you know, on. or broken to learn those lessons, to get laced with the gold and silver, to be reminded to just trust him. Right. And it makes us more valuable when we do that. It makes us more valuable, not just for ourselves. It makes us more valuable so that we can help others and be more of a servant to others when we allow ourselves to just trust him. That's so good. And so like people in the past have asked me like, man, how are you like so patient or, you know, how are you like not worried? Like we're in this situation and you like, you're not stressed. Well, the reason is because what you don't know is I've seen some things in my life. That's right. (laughs) That have been tough. Right. But, but then what you also don't know is that I had a praying mama. Come on, come on. And so, come on. you know, from that, I saw that, uh, you know, she was like, just pray about it, baby. You know, and so I saw like all of those things, how, like, where it looks like there's no way that we'll be able to get through this. Mm-hmm. And and my family, my mom just trusted in God and, and continued to do the servant leadership thing and help others. Come on. It's crazy how. Uh, the big man saw fit to make sure that we were always taken care of. Mm. And so I hold firm to that in everything I do because I've been able to see that throughout my life. That's so good, man. Like I'm sitting here like, come on, that is so good. And I feel like this conversation we're having in this moment was a conversation that I speak daily to individuals, right? Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of servant leader, Chris Kreider. He's now at SMU. Mm-hmm. Um, very calm guy. He's a servant leader as well. Um, basketball, assistant basketball coach. And when he came on at the time, he was at Georgia State. If you hear him talk, just very mellow, cool. Um, and he said, you know, people always tell me, man, I don't know what it is about you. It's just something about you. It's just like, I don't know. I can't put my hand on it. He said, and that's what you want. He -hmm. said, that's what you want. He said, then that pulls them so close. He said, and that's when you're able to tell them it's a God thing. It's a God thing. He said, I don't, I don't Bible beat people. I don't pressure people. He said, I live my life kind of how you opened up. I live my life in a way to let the light shine. As the word says, let your light so shine that men and women can see what my good work, the good work. So we can glorify your father in heaven. And so often I think we miss shine the light, right? Sometimes that light shines and we start, when people come to us, we start taking the glory. We start taking the accolades and the pat on the back and we forget, you know? I said the other day, and I heard this, and I posted it the other day and it said, you know, I rearranged the words to how it affected me. But I said, it's amazing how, I've never seen God's back, but he's seen mine a thousand times. I've never seen his back, but he didn't seen this light skin back. I know far more more than he should have. Right. And (laughs) I laugh because when we do that with people, right, they leave. We do that with people, you know, they may combat it, have ill will. But he never leaves. And that vision just got me because I said, even in what we do, much like that crack you just spoke of, 
to know that it's a beauty for ashes moment, to know that all things work together, the broken, the cracked, all things work together for the good of them who love the, the Lord. But here's the part we love to stop at, who love the Lord. Okay, yes, that's a big piece. But who are called according to his purpose, mm -hmm. who are in alignment to their assignment. And so I think just as servant leaders, as, as people, as Christ followers, we truly have to hone in on that every day and be intentional about continue to walk that path. That's so good. Just know I'm stealing that. Let's go. Use it. Up. I'm stealing that. Let's like go. that's 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 pregame speech <laughs> for next week. Like it's happening. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I get excited because you know, iron definitely sharpens iron. That is no doubt. I, I mean, no doubt. For sure. And I heard it this way though, that I cannot, I never take credit for stuff that I hear is somebody on TikTok. I'm typically a TikToker because I like the recipes. Mm -hmm. just being honest and I love I can hear, hear it in my AirPod and be cooking that's really why I'm a TikToker I don't do TikTok dances I don't you know I leave that to my young folk but this young lady it popped up and she said you know I've always heard iron sharpens iron she said but my friend said this to me the other day and it sent me it took me to another level she said and she said this she said iron sharpens iron and if you know what true iron and iron does when they meet they spark. And I sat right there for a minute and I said, oh my gosh, because I'm just watching it. Like I'm a visual person, so I can visualize iron sharpening iron and sparks flying, right? And so in servant leadership and even in this conversation, I feel like already in 27 minutes, my life has forever changed and I'm that, that much better because I'm talking to you, seriously. And in servant leadership, we need what I like to call, you know, I've heard people say board of directors, you know, we grew up in the village, right? Your foundations, yeah. I know they said it's a village, yeah. right? But I For like sure. to say who occupies the seats at our table. You know, we've all had dinners, you know, rather holidays, barbecue, just get together, right? And then we tell people, you bring this, you bring this, whatever. We have the people that sit at the table that didn't bring a thing. But maybe they brought the plates or the cups, Right. And you over here bringing entrees and, you know, three course meals and the desserts, the sodas, right? And so when I think about that in terms of my life, who is sitting at the seats of my table, the one that's going to carve the turkey, the one that brought all the sides, the one that's going to say the prayer, that there's a role and a duty to help me continue to move and hold me up, support me when I'm not able to do that for myself and sharpen my iron. Knowing everything that you do, knowing the firm foundation that's been set, as you move in all facets of your life, you know, you don't have to give me a whole table, but just give me a few people that continue to hold you up or that you lean on that you can kind of attribute your strength, your success and your model of servant leadership um, that you currently walk in. I think um, every layer, every level of my life, you know, growing up, my foundation, college, career, even into this phase now, you know, the, I don't know, entrepreneur, mm -hmm. uh, social media. Yeah. I don't know. Like, all like, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to call it, but uh, I'm just out there doing my thing, I guess. That's the one. No, I, uh, at each level, like, I really been blessed to, to be around some great people. Mm -hmm. Like I said, when I, when I, when we, when we started, it started with my family. 
um, you know, just a firm foundation of great people that I could look up to and say, like, man, I, I want to be like that. You know, like you talked about your mom just retiring and mm -hmm. you know, me being in the town and people will see my mother and, and she wouldn't see them and they would smile, mm -hmm. you know, just things like that. And so um, I think that's where it started. And then uh, I think it allowed me to have awareness for greatness. Come on. Yeah, it, I, I think it allowed me to have a keen sense of awareness for greatness and to be able to like have that radar to like look and see. Because really, you know, truth be told, I'm really an introverted guy. Like I'm really, yeah. you know, really mild mannered, man. I don't say a lot, but it allows me to see and hear a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that um, it gave me a keen sense of awareness. And then when I got into college, you know, I had some great teammates. Uh, and you know this, you know, uh, teammates are forever. Mm -hmm. You know, team, teammates are, you know, last your lifetime. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, those same guys that I played with in college, you know, some of those guys to this day have given me my first opportunities with my character development program. Mm -hmm. Some of those guys are, you know, uh, bringing me to their co their company that they work for and, and having me do leadership development with their company, mm -hmm. you know. And so, uh, you know, those kind of those kind of people. Then in my career, oh man, like I, it's it's awesome when people see greatness in you, mm -hmm. right? And Absolutely. then and then help you help mold you in a manner that helps you be the best version of yourself. You know, I worked with a guy. He's um, blessed. I had two guys in my career I, for twelve years in the coaching office. I had a desk between two guys, both of them, you know, coached over like 32, three years. Right. Mm -hmm. um, both had families, you know, one was the FCA guy on our campus. You know, so I always, you know, help him give service. You know, one had some great life experiences and, you know, and uh, he would say, man, Hey, I want to show you how to do this. Cause you know, eventually you're going to be doing this. Right? Right. And so I'm like, you, you, me? you talking to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> Huh? What? You talking? To, you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but 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 not just say that. But then, okay, when the next well, I'll just give you a prime example. So you know, as a young guy, you know, hey, we're doing camps. You know, showing me these. Okay, so on this camp deal, I'm gonna show you how to do this registration and all these different things, the insurance and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So watch me check it out, and then you know you'll get a chance to do. So then the next time it came around, hey. I'm that guy. Right? right. And then he's right there with me and showing me how to do it. Then mm -hmm. the next time I got it. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, but sure. what that allowed me to do is it allowed me to learn some skills. And then now like where I'm from, like we couldn't afford to go to no camps and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. then now I was able to do it, take a camp back to my hometown because of what I learned from what right. people poured into me. Right. right. And so just, you know, I say all that because, you know, that that man was, was a great guy that poured into me. And then mm -hmm. getting into the journey of the, the YouTube channel podcast and writing books. Like, man, I didn't I didn't go to school for mass communications or any of this technology stuff. None of this stuff. Like when I was in college, none of this stuff existed. Right. So I've had to learn all of this about connecting with people. And then to culminate it, I'll just kind of end with this one. You know, my book series is The Impact of Influence. Uh, my big book series and so we've done like six volumes of that mm -hmm. and each volume has at least 
at least uh, 15, 17 people in each volume. And so, I mean, they are amazing people that I have been blessed to come in contact with that just share, we do life together. And so That's it's awesome. been great to, yeah, to continue to, to learn and grow with them and, and create those sparks. Like you talked about with the iron and the, and the iron coming together. That's so awesome. That is so yeah. good. And I feel like that makes a big difference when I have someone who is legitimately my daughter, she's two. Mm -hmm. So of course, naturally, I, I think even, you know, last year when she was one, I, I literally think that she leaped from walking and just went running, right? You know how that goes, right? They maybe crawl a week and then they walk a two days and then they run forever. And But I just remember as she was trying to do that, I told you I'm visual, right? And so every step, when she knew she wanted to move, she put out her hand, right? And I think so often we miss the value in the people that you're talking about and discussing just simply because we don't put out our hand. And I think we do that, like that open heart with K jewelers. It's like, leave your mm -hmm. heart open, right? And love can find yeah. its way in. I think that we leave our hand open. And I say that is in, in this day and age because so many times, rather we lead in a way of sports or we lead in the way of education or we lead in the way of any type of business, whatever the sector, right? We get into the, I got it. Right. Or maybe pride. The word tells the pride come before fall. Right. Yeah. And when we have those individuals, every person you named, I'm just seeing them take your hand and yeah, guide a hand, you. A hand, a hand to God. There you go. Every mm -hmm. time. Every time. So my hope is that listeners will understand that we don't do this alone. I make it a point um, for any blessing, any moment that I get an opportunity, especially when people let us say, you make it look so easy. I'm like, no. I just have so many people holding me up. You, you know, what's funny, um, what, what came to me as I, as I heard you talk about that and say that, like, um, as I, I was reflecting a little bit, like, on my, my life, um, like, I know, you know, your life and what you do, you know, as a coach and, like, I know, you know, educator, like, I know all that it takes to mm -hmm. go into that. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 the great ones, it's no way they can do it on their own. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. like you, you look at like uh, like all of the great coaches. I mean, like 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 Nick Saban, his wife, you know, mm -hmm. it's like you know, like For all sure. of those like all of those things, like you have to have people and, and, and I can I can say that too, man. I've been blessed to have people in my life that understand and cheer on my passion and make sacrifices to have made sacrifices to allow me to do the mm -hmm. things that I love, which allows me to be in alignment with my assignment. No, for sure. You know, and again, I'll go back to my family, you know, to, to, uh, from growing up until now, you know, everybody just so uh, supportive and, and, and makes sacrifices. And for that, like, I don't take that lightly like mm -hmm. I, I, I strive to return that, however, whenever, as much as ever as I can, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. I Absolutely, don't know. it does. But, uh, it makes perfect sense because, like, there's no, there's no me without other people making sacrifices for me. That's a blessing. 
Yeah. And so like, uh, it's just like prime example, man, I'm in college. I went to college. It was a nine hour drive from where I live. Uh, still in Texas, crazy, <laughs> but it was a nine hour drive. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. It's big from where I live. And I'm looking up in the stands and I'm seeing like my mom in the stands. I know she ain't got money to be there. I know we don't have money for mom to travel to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so just those sacrifices, just that's just one example. Come on. Just those sacrifices to make sure that that she was present. Mm -hmm. Come on. Don't get me started now. Yeah. Because, because, ooh, hold on. Because your presence is the present. Come on, coach. You know you got to run that back. You know you got to hit rewind on that. You know you do. Because your presence is the present. Like you have to make those sacrifices for the people that you love and be present in their life. Um, because it means so much. The time is valuable. Like this moment of this day, like we will never get it back again ever. Right. And so it's important to be in the moment and be present and make sacrifices for the people that you love because um, it will benefit them. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm a, I'm, I'm a true testament of that. And like those people that have, have gone above and beyond to make sacrifices for me. And I, I do not take that lightly. And I'm so grateful and appreciative for it. That's so good. And I'm going to tell you, you why. Because again, I'm telling you, many of the things you say align with my story and I can meet you there. Went to school in North Carolina and never left the state, right? And that was a weight-bearing decision because it's like, I'm going to leave my mom, you know? And I knew single mom of four, educator. So we both know. Yeah, we write that together. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel um, Yeah. But again, looking up in the arena, and you're there. And the conversation was, Mama going to try to make a game a month. So that way I see you every month until you come home. Because, you know, basketball was October to, like, March. Long. So by that time, if you can hang April, you'd be home. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. So looking up and knowing you did that, and then looking, and I know you already came in November. But you're back another game in November to take me home for Thanksgiving. And so, like you say, so when you say that, recognizing that the presence is the gift, one of my players said this to me last night. She said, Coach, but we different. I said, yeah, baby, everybody's different. She said, that's all I mean, though. You know, I know my temper and I know my anger and I know that I let what I'm going through get to me. She said, but no one taught me foundation. No one taught me how to deal with my feelings. No one taught me how to be positive. No one taught me how to look at what I'm going through and how to, you know, be able to still move and overcome that. No one gave me those tangibles and intangibles. No one gave me that. My coach, when I hear you talk and I hear your story, you know, sometimes I'm like, is she just making this up? Which was fair because when I see you and, you know, you're a good wife. You're a good mom. Like your family love you. You got this. You have that. And for me, it's like, ain't no way she went through that or didn't have this or they struggled with this. And she's here where I see her today. 
And I said, sweetheart, and that is where I'm so thankful that you're in my life. I said, because that's just it. I said, this is not a factual conversation. I mean, this is not a a, a, a fallacy or a made-up conversation. This is a very factual conversation that we're having. These are testaments that I endure. I said, you can sit and talk to my mom. She comes again. Next time you see her, sit and talk to her. I said, but what I'm trying to tell you is back to the foundation, back to the people holding us up, back to the crack in, in the clay. When we as servant leaders don't stand up, make it our responsibility to be transparent. Thank you, God. That's why I want to go with that, to be transparent with these people that we lead. We failed them. And what I saw when you look back, mind you, it was imagery, but I could just see the look on your face when you look back in those things and saw your mom, right? And so I'm looking and seeing the faces of my kids when they look back and they don't. And that leads them to say the things that they just said to me. Like, there's no way. How are you successful? How are you doing this? How are you a great mom to your daughter? And this. And if we are transparent, I'm not talking about open books, tell all your business. I'm not saying that. But there's a level of transparency, thank you, God, in leadership that has to be present in order to truly lead. I want to put a pen right there and pass that pen over to you. And I want you to sit there for a minute. And talk to the people because there is important, there's an importance of transparency and leadership that we don't touch on. And I want you to do that for a second for me. Oh, y'all, y'all don't see him, but he's stretching his shoulders and back. Y'all don't see him. He's stretching him out like he about to go throw a no hitter. (laughs) Coach, hey. What you just explained is the core essence of why I do what I do. Mm hmm. It's the, it's the core essence of why I'm so passionate mm-hmm. about why I do what I do or have done for years, basically, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it requires what you talked about, but it requires doing that in a consistent manner, right? And so just like you talked about, I, I know what it feels like to, to have that. I know what it feels like. There's some things that, you know, because I'm a, I'm a big... Uh, you know, don't go back to the negative, you know, stay on the positive. There's some things right. that, that have happened in my life or in my family that, that have been tough that I still don't talk about today, but I've learned from those experiences and I know the pain and I know the hurt. And then I, I can see that on kids or people that I'm around because I know what it looks like and what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Right. And just like you talked about, you know, with your athletes and I, I want to be that to fill that gap, you know, and um, I'm a, I played football, I played linebacker and, and on defense, you know, you, everybody's responsible for a gap. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Come on now. And, 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 and if all people on the field, on the team don't fill their gap, mm-hmm. then they're going to score on us. Right. right. So it's important that we remain to be gap fillers. Right. In our life. Like there's look for opportunities to fill those gaps in in the lives of others, because you know that you've put the work and you've experienced some things that, that you can help fill those gaps. Right. 
and, and and when you fill those gaps, it's a great defense, but man, it, it's a fulfilled life. It puts you in alignment with your assignment. Like it 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 allows you to do tough stuff on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And it don't even seem tough because you love it. Exactly. That's exactly what we do. That's <laughs> like, right. you know, mm-hmm. the long hours, the family sacrifices. <laughs> I'm yeah. dead. I'm just running on adrenaline. Like I just mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm a, just let me get some sleep just a couple hours <laughs> so it, yes, I can make God. it. Right. And so, but now once you're there, like you don't even feel tired because you're energized because like you're doing your thing and you're filling the gap. Yeah. And so I think that in, in filling the gap, you have to share those experiences. You have to let them see the God in you. You have to let them know that uh, they can do it. You mm-hmm. have to let them know that they're okay. Mm-hmm. You have to let them know that even if you're not okay, you're okay because I got you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so one. yeah, and so I think for me, that's that's what it's about. And I know I've done that again. I'm gonna go back to the gratitude piece and being grateful for the people that have sacrificed for me. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like when people have done that for me. Mm-hmm. And it's been so good, like to me, and helped me so much in my life. And so I'm just striving to return that favor. That's so good, man. I'm just trying not to run around my house and wake up my child. Okay? <laughs> church. That's it. That's all Take I'm trying to, to do. Right. I'm <laughs> in a minute. She's just gonna have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's so good because. Standing in a gap for people, right, mm-hmm. is what brought me out, what brought me over, what helped me succeed, what made a way when I didn't think so. Well, when I was on a hospital bed with a brain aneurysm, I mm-hmm. sit here to tell the story. Standing in a gap saves lives. Standing in a gap allows what God tells us and requires us to manifest itself into the greatness of the people that you talked about. And so when we can do that, and I, I told you I'm visual. So when you set that yeah. thing up, I was just like, oh my gosh. Because could you imagine instead of what I say all the time, especially to young people, instead of praying, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, we start praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if I'm not going tit for tat? with people I said there's power in that turning the other cheek you know I said I know it feels like I gotta get the last word I know they said something subliminal on social media so I gotta fight back because they trying me I said but they tried Jesus so instead of worrying about who's trying you try Jesus and that happens when people stand in the gap I'm just I'm just having a moment because I know what happened for me when people stood in the gap. I know, like you said, having a praying mother stand in the gap, what that did for me. I know what, you know, even with bouts that my even my baby had went through early on in her life, when we just had her, what people standing in the gap far and wide did. And so as servant leaders, you saying that, I think is so amazing because as a servant leader, we bear so much. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Y'all it is so heavy. Yeah. And especially yeah. when you are truly um, an empath, you are praying and connected to, because you have to refill yourself. You cannot serve on E. And I promise the way that we work, as you mentioned, we know this life. You come home on E a lot and you have to wake back up and do it all over again. You know, and I, I'm looking at my phone over there charging, you know, and it has, it tells you estimated time until 100%, right? It says that estimated yeah, time to 100%, yeah, yeah. such and such minutes, such and such hours, right? But unfortunately, the ser servant leader does not have that. A servant leader doesn't have estimated time. You need 24 hours to refuel. No, you don't, because you're getting a text message at 2 a.m. saying, coach, I can't sleep because X, Y, Z. Coach, I ain't eat today. Come on. Right? You ready to go home. Coach, I don't have a ride, but you get home, there's three cars in the driveway. Right? Come on, coach. You know, yeah. you're looking, where your coat? I don't have one. You know, and so the, I call it the ins and outs of coaching, the coaching side that's behind the wall that we don't see, right? And many people, when they step into coaching and education or even leadership in general, right? They don't tell you those parts. So it takes those individuals standing in the gap that says, baby girl, young man, I got you because I yeah. know the journey. Yeah that you're about to walk down. But I also know that this is an alignment for your assignment. Oh, so good. I love, like there's so many things that that you hit on that kind of sparked, <laughs> kind of <laughs> sparked, <laughs> sparked me again. I just, and I just kind of put a couple notes down, but I'm just kind of, it may not Damn. even be in order, but I just want to got, you know, you talked about, um, you try Toby would try Jesus, not me. Not me. <laughs> I think that's the, that's one of the things that, <laughs> that, that came up for me. I think uh, you know, there's a quote, and I don't know who said this. You know, how you said, you know, turn the other cheek, just an eye for an eye makes the world go blind. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we have to have um, grace and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we we have to we have to practice grace and forgiveness. So that we move forward and let go of that and not hold on to it because if we hold on to those things, um, it'll it'll hold us back. Oh yeah. And then you then you hit on um about how what we do is uh the winds are in the unseen. You know, all of those things that Come people on. like the game is really not the game. Mm -mm. Nope. The game is the game is getting to the game. Yep. All right. And then what we're yep. gonna learn after the game, right? That's it. Yeah. That's and it. So I think it's just, you know, really working on the unseen. And 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 it's exhausting. Uh, you know, like you said, like being the visual, like you said, visual person. I remember, you know, as a kid, because it was my mom and myself and my younger sister, she's four years younger than me. And there'd be some days where we get to the house, she'd be like, I'll be in my bed, take care of your sister. <laughs> we get home. You know, and I, I love it. I'm gonna look in the room, you know, nothing old. She just laying there, you mm -hmm. know, like oh uh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand that until I got into you education. Do now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> come on, 
Man, I just need some quiet. Just give me a few minutes. Yeah, that's it. So give me a second. And, and, and recovery. And then I want to share this story with you about, uh, you talked about all the things that, that we do and filling in the gap. Um, this is a story of something that happened to me as a kid, which kind of helped spark my interest in wanting to be an educator and, and mm-hmm. do the things that my family did. And it's really, it's one of my favorite family stories to share. So uh, when I had to be like, and I don't know, a kid like eight, nine, something like that, maybe younger. And we were at a church function in Austin, Texas. And this lady comes up and, and like, um, my real grandfather was like, like head of like, you know, the, all, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. And so, so this, the lady knew like my family on my dad's side and my mom. And so she knew my, my, on my mom's side, my family too and so she comes up to my mom and she said i i loved your grandmother all right and and you could tell like you know my mom really didn't know the lady but she's like mm-hmm. oh you know thank you you know being cordial and then she's like no you don't understand i loved your grandmother right and you could you could feel the like the love and okay. the passion right and um she went on to tell this story about how you know, which was my great grandmother's, my mom's grandmother, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was, you know, for you know segregation. All back in the day, uh, she was like, you know, we were so poor, I couldn't even afford the personal hygiene things I needed to go to school, mm-hmm. so I would miss school a lot. And she cared enough about me, you know, to you know, ba- ask me, baby, why, you know, why are you missing school? We miss you, you know. We want to got to get your lesson, you That's know. Right. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> you know, we, you know, she said, you know, finally I, you know, built up the courage and the trust. I had trust enough to, I just told her like, I can't afford to, to come because we don't have this, this, this. And when she said, your, your grandmother bought me those personal hygiene things I needed for, for me wow. to be able to go to school. And she bought me a coat wow. so that, so that I can go to school and not be cold. She just talked about how it just changed her life and made a big difference. And so I wanted to make sure I tell you that. That's what she told yes. her. Because I loved your grandmother. And so, man, just just witnessing that. Oh, yeah. Uh, at a young age, just seeing the influence and the impact that it takes to just, just help others and, and be of service, be a gap filler, and do those things. Uh, it makes a big difference and it's worth it. I love that. Cause boy, Cause it ain't boy, about you. It ain't about you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We meet in so many places. Yeah. It's not even funny, you know. And mm-hmm. it's always my goal to definitely stay connected to every servant leader. But somehow I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, <sure>. uh, <laughs> We're going to be for sure yeah, yeah. in constant yeah, yeah. communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think about that. I was in a store. I'll say this as we wind up. I was in a store. And I do. I put a picture right up now. My mom, my grandfather, it, it'd be uncanny. I'm them, mm-hmm. right? As old people say, they spit you out. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. the young people yeah. say you stole their face. Um, But legit, I've been in the store. And this was about five to seven years ago. In the store and getting my groceries. And this older guy, he said, um, hey, baby, you one of them muses? 
I said, yes, sir. He said, so which one is your mama? I said, the baby girl, Vicky. So okay. And James Muse, Vicky Muse, your, your granddad? Yes, sir. He said, ma'am, what's the total of what she gave? Yeah. Come on. I said, oh, oh, sir, sir. And right in that moment, I remember my grandma saying, baby, you don't block your blessings. He said, no, no. The lady told him. He said, oh, I got it. Don't know this man's name. We didn't even have a conversation. And mind you, he was coming in to the store. Yeah. It wasn't like he was behind me checking out. He was coming into the store. And I was like, of course, my face probably was like, what? confusion. He said, baby, you will never know what your granddaddy did for me. He said, this man had a community garden. He made sure my family ate. And they did. They had a garden, you know, chickens, pigs, cow, whole bit. That's why I, I grew up on the cusp. I remember that, right? But they would package it up. And yes, my grandmother would clean it, cut it, cook it. You know, yeah. he'd go fishing, yeah. come back. Yeah, he'd gut it, clean out, fish it. But half of it was being packaged up. And my grandpa would take my brother and say, come on, boy. And they'd ride off. And they come back and they had distributed to whomever they were taking it to that day. Never asked for a dime, never asked for accolades, one social media. So ain't no putting out there on what I did. It was simply the cause of serving. And so that impact that you speak about, it was the blessings. And I remember my grandma saying, baby, I would be outside playing basketball with my brother. She said, get in here because you're going to learn how to do this stuff. And I said, Grandma, you cutting all these greens up, but you're not even keeping all of them. She said, baby, it is always better to give than to receive. Because you know what? The blessings go even past the generations that you may not even see. And when that man walked up to me and he did that, it was like it resonated in my spirit and just clicked and sparked <laughs> what she said. Because it was the blessings of their service that allowed someone to serve me and as we serve it is even before there was a Hendrix Amanda Mew or my daughter that I served and continue to serve as God asked us to because it comes back and that standing in the gap moment comes because people stood in the gap for the people that came before us and so you serve and you move based off of what your grandmother and your mother and everyone did that came before you so it is really one of those things like you started with I wanted to end the way we started, the foundation. We have to lay the foundation of Christ-led leadership. We have to lay the foundation of standing in the gap, sharpening iron, being kind, turning the other cheek. Because when we do that, when we do that, can you imagine? I just see just a lineage of servant leaders just lining up, just lining up, just lining up. And even beyond what we may not even be able to see. But we know that the impact that we left will live on through them. Yeah. <clears throat> so good, coach. And and so true, you know, as you were saying that, like there's a number of like stories uh, just like that oh, yeah. that I had. You know, I head coach in my hometown. So many people took care of me. It was a guy that used to he used to go one of my mom's students, he used to go fishing and he would bring my mom fish. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when I got the head coach, he called me out the blue. I didn't really know, you know, 
and he then he would they bring me fish. He said, "Hey, bring your son out here. They mm-hmm. cleaning the fish." Like I'm like, man, this just yeah, like you said, just so full many circle. things. Yeah, full circle. That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, I could go on all day with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but listen. I mean, we can do part two or three now. Oh, I mean, don't play, <laughs> don't play. See, do not play. Because look, you done spoke something there. You done spoke a whole idea. Okay. That's it. I'm with it. I I, I mean that too. It, me too. Me too. Hey, look, we're gonna talk about that off book. We got something for the people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in that, and as we close up, in order to be a servant leader, we gotta we gotta enshrine you. Okay. So you're a servant leader, but in order to be in the servant leader cohorts, mm. we gotta get you enshrined in. And you do that by our standard two questions. So the first one, I do this daily, right? Sometimes it's not writing, it's talking. Because as you know, we teachers and coaches, we be tired. And sometimes I'm rushing because I overslept. But I'll do what I call my God is devotional. And I'll say God is, and I'll continuously start ripping off what God is. God is this, God is that, God is that. And what I find is that there's no period to that list. And it reminds me of why we serve the God that we serve, that there is a well that never runs dry in what he is to us. So there's so many things that that blank could be filled with. Today, you just get one. So if I were to say God is, and I wrote that on an imaginary whiteboard behind you, how would servant leader Chip Baker fill that blank? God is what to you? You're a church, you're a church lady, so you know this song. Mm-hmm. Come on. He is he is wonderful. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All praise this be yeah, to the king one. of kings. Come on now. <laughs> come on. Took, hey, come on. Come on. I just, I just think he's wonderful. That's how I would fill it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I charge anyone to try that. I charge you to try that. I'm telling you, it gets you caught up for sure yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it streamlines all the things, even in the moments where you lose sight of who he is. It's a reminder that God is a healer. It's a reminder that 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 God is a provider. God is a protector. God is wonderful. And he's wonderful because God is my everything. God is my peace. God is my love. God is my joy. Right? Everything. Everything. And so when you find yourself doing that, you get caught up fast. Because it reminds you in those moments, I'm tripping. I know he can be this because he is everything. Yeah. Come on, Chip. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, this is a servant leader coach's Bible study where, mm-hmm. again, we truly just want to spark by sharpening iron. We truly want to lay the blueprint and foundation how God left it in order to make and sharpen Christ-led servant leadership. It takes on so many different roles, so many different definitions. But to you, servant leader Chip Baker, what does servant leadership mean to you? That's a great question. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna Y'all go his shoulders my, back again. Yeah, his shoulders ready, back oh, again. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go, and this is my tagline, like on my on my YouTube channel, my podcast, and and I'm gonna go with this because this is everything I believe in with everything I got. All right, and every time I say this, it gives me chills because it means something to me. Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 the phrase is live, learn, serve, inspire, go get it. And so, so I, I believe that we have to live a life where we live, right? Where we Come learn on. things, where we open to learn, and 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 when we when we live a life like that, we're blessed to learn so many things, mm-hmm. right? Learn so much about the world, but but more importantly, we learn so much about ourselves. Come on, right? As we learn, it's important to take the things that we've learned and experienced. And use that to be a blessing to others and serve. Sorry. Right. And 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 as we're serving, and sometimes we think that serving is going above and beyond, but serving is can you show up with a smile today? That's the one. Can you can you shake somebody? Can you do something for somebody that they can't do for themselves? Just a little bit. That's thing, the one. Right. That's the and, one. And then when you do that, it inspires, right? That yes. it inspires others, even when you're striving not to, but you're just walking in your purpose, it's inspiring. Yes. And then on top of that, um, you know, I believe that anything of significance um it's not gonna be achieved, it's just gonna come to you. You yes. gotta go get it and make it happen. I love so that. Live, learn, serve, inspire, go, get, go get it. Get it. Yeah. I like that. That's mm-hmm. so good. That is golden, man. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. This has been yeah. one for the books for sure. I Thank have you, legitimately grown eons. I feel yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, me too. Um, just so thankful, and, and God's timing is perfect. And I know, I, I I knew it already, but I definitely know now after this conversation. And uh, yes, I agree. There's definitely gonna be some some sequels to yeah, this conversation yeah, yeah. For, for, sure, sure. for sure. Um, but I just want to thank you. I feel like we don't thank people enough for their time. I always say this on here: time is that one thing. It's a precious gift because once it's given, I can't give you this out back. Ain't no way I can do that. There's no yeah. way. And so, amidst all that you do, I just want to thank you for your time and being able to just be. Um, open hearted, hearted and filling the gaps, um, explaining and your story um, and sharpening my iron today so that sparks can fly. Coach, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm truly grateful. Like I said, when we started, I was really excited to connect with you and do this um, again. You know, love what you do. Love what you're about. Rooting for you. Uh, that, man. you know and just yeah, uh just grateful to, to be here and learn to be better and so just like you said it was great it was great timing for me too a lot of these things i, I needed to hear today too so i think we got better today That's I, what, uh, I agree i'm gonna share this one right quick with you talk about yeah. mindset shifting your mindset you know uh you know sometimes you know it's about it's about your perspective you know how you mm-hmm. view what you do always determine how you do what you do yeah and so a lot of times when we when we have to grow through tough things when we look at it and say, what did I learn today? As opposed to, oh, poor me, that's a difference, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. the same thing happened to you, but but I can say, 
you know, I always say this, ooh, when it's tough, ooh, I got better today. Yes, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man, I got better today. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's yeah. but it's a it's a it's a shifting of our minds. It's a, it's a shifting shift, of mind. Sure. I love that. Yeah. I love oh, that. Man, I got I got better today. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm taking that one on. Yeah. I, I love that. All right. When I text you and be like, oh bro, I got better got today. Better today. <laughs> Just pray for me. Uh, I feel you. Hey, and then the next phase is the good thing about yesterday is that it's yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's the next phase. I Ooh, love that. Hey, look, y'all heard it. I want y'all to start giving that a try. Today, yeah. when you hear this, I want you to yeah. shift it. Don't say it was a bad day. It was a hard day. Say you got man, better today. Man, I got and better say, today, listen, dog. hey, we ready to roll. I'm telling yeah. you right now. I love that, man. Yeah. I thank, thank you, you so much, much man. Yeah, yeah. You do me a favor. Do you mind saying a quick prayer before we yes. close out today? I love to. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for the amazing opportunity that you give us to come together and be better and learn. We pray that our words will go out and be a blessing to others. We thank you for the blessings uh, that you have given us, continue to give us and, and, and be with us. Continue to lead us, guide us, and protect us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Man, I appreciate you so much, man. And yeah. My favorite line of every single episode servant leader chip baker you are now part of the servant leader family let's go i feel like we got better today in we a got great better way today, baby <laughs> we got better today man. i appreciate you so much man we thank you guys for tapping in we thank you for listening hit that subscribe button be prepared for sequel and part two and part three, because it's coming. Sure. We love y'all. Do good. Be good. We'll see y'all next time. Go get it. <laughs>